Welcome to Coffee with Michelle, a podcast I created using messy action so I could share super fun and random stories with 30 of my closest friends. Welcome to the first episode of my podcast. This is something I reference as messy action in my coaching business. I I do a lot of time management coaching. And so messy action is a concept I use and I teach. And what that means is if the option is either you do it messy or you don't do it, why not let it be messy? So that is what I'm doing with this podcast. Those of you that actually produce podcasts would probably be freaking shocked (laughs) to see the process I'm using for this. But it works for me. Done is better than not. So... I'm super excited to roll this out. And I would like to thank everyone that encouraged me to do this because it has been easier than I imagined so far. And the main reason this even came up is because I have been having weekly coffee meetings with my neighbor, Barb, who's 87 years old. I've been having coffee sessions with her weekly since I think about March. So that's not going to mean anything to you right now, but we'll say eight months. And she is adorable. She's 87 years old, always dressed so cute, so nice. She always has earrings in. Even when she takes out the trash, even when she's raking the yard, she has her cute little earrings in. She's dressed so nice. And then there's me. I legit just this morning took my trash out wearing pajama pants, a wife beater, (laughs) some stupid jacket that was sitting there. And so I sprint out there looking like Sam Kennison or something. And then you've got cute little Barb who's like so impeccably dressed. It's so cute. And so we started having coffee meetups eight months ago and we met several times. And then she invited another neighbor, Winnie, who lives about two doors down from Barb. And I think she originally came because she was a little suspect of me. I think she had her own opinion of me and she wanted the gossip. Now that I know her, I know she was just there to get some dirt and the gossip a hundred freaking percent (laughs) she is something and so let me think of how you describe how I could describe the two so Barb is very cute she's 87 her husband passed away about eight years ago from Alzheimer's it was really hard but she is so funny she loves to say girl like she's all hip because she is all hip and the bulk of the drama in Barb's life is her cable because she does not have internet cable she loves to watch her cowboy films church drama and I think that that's like the main things oh she gets us weekly she feels guilty canceling it so she just keeps getting it and paying for it but she gets so pissed off at all the coverage like Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani take some major heat from a girl which is so funny and Winnie is probably I don't know I think Winnie's probably around 72 her adult son lived with her for a while while he was looking for his next house with land and she is very sharp like you you can't slip shit by Winnie Sharp as attack. Very smart. She really is. I'm always amazed at, at how her brain works. And you can always tell when she's getting ready to offend someone because she'll raise her eyebrows and she'll pause a minute. And she does this little head tilt and I go, okay, somebody's getting ready to be offended. 
It's going to be me. It's going to be somebody. Who knows? But she has a great heart. She helps Barb all the time. She She's just so fun. I really love her. I didn't know her at all prior to that. I've seen her a few times, but she kind of has what we call RBF. And I just always kind of had an opinion of her, which I probably think she had the same of me. I used to host quite a few gatherings back in the day, and she's not a fan of extra traffic in the neighborhood, I've learned. So I think I was probably very annoying to her for many years and what was the other thing so that's so that's Winnie she's very sharp you can't slip anything by her and she's very animated when she speaks she loves to flail her arms around and one of her favorite little sayings is let me tell you something and I actually was going to name the podcast let me tell you something but there are like 20 podcasts with the same exact name what the hell is that How do you even do that? What do you say? Hey, check out my new podcast. It's called Let Me Tell You Something. But it's the 17th one down when you search. I mean, it's so weird. I don't even know why they would let you have multiple podcasts with the same name. It doesn't even make sense to me at all. So weird. So I ended up having to go with coffee with Michelle because my name is very unique. Nobody has that. I had quite a few different ideas that I really liked, but everybody has a podcast. So it was really hard to find a name that hadn't been used. And so that's kind of the background of Barb and Winnie, some of the other characters that you will hear mentioned in the stories. Short Shorts. Short Shorts is a guy, (laughs) a guy that used to live directly across from me to the east of my girl Barb and to the west of Winnie. And he's kind of a jackass, a lot of a jackass. And he was a big topic for many, many weeks. And he recently sold his house. It's still pending. His family moved first. And then he stayed here alone for about three months. And then he recently left. So the house is empty. It's pending, but we're not really sure what's going on with it. So you will probably hear his name come up several times. The other character that's mentioned is we'll call her Lisa Sue. All of these names are made up to protect the innocent. Uh, We'll call her Lisa Sue. Lisa Sue has lived in the neighborhood since the early 70s. And my girl Barb and Winnie will constantly have me get on the internet to see if there's an obituary for Lisa Sue because we haven't seen her outside and we're just not sure. And so Barb and Winnie have both lived in the neighborhood since the early 70s. And when I first moved into this neighborhood, I was the only one that lived here that was under probably 70. And it was perfect because I legit fit right in now. Same lifestyle. But the neighborhood has for sure shifted People moved away, passed away, and the dynamics of the neighborhood are certainly changing quite a bit. Winnie's not super excited about that. Not super excited about that. And uh, I did have neighbors next to me that I was pretty good friends with for a while, Ralph and Teeny. They had been married 50 some years and cutest freaking couple ever. And she'd invite me over and get me all drunk on her boxed wine. And they were just so freaking cute. The stories they would tell... And how they would tease each other. It was just so fun. But other than that, I pretty much did not have relationships with my neighbors all that much. Back when I was married, I made really good friends with all the neighbors. And it kind of bit me in the ass because the couple that lived next door ended up being complete weirdos. And we had to try to hide from them. And that's kind of hard to do when you live next door. And we had a lot of drama, not like aggression or anything like that, just like uncomfortable situations and trying to pretend we weren't home. And I was like, you know, when I move, I'm not doing that again. 
and I didn't for a long time. But here we go. (laughs) I'm knee deep in it now because I love my girl Barb. I love Winnie. We have the best conversations. They are so crazy with their views on the world. (laughs) And the random stuff we talk about is just freaking phenomenal. However, I want to set this podcast up in a way that I can pull the plug on the Barb and Winnie coverage if they get to a point where they don't want me to share our conversations. And so that's why I'm kind of looping in other things so that if that day comes, I can easily pivot and still have something to talk about. But hopefully that won't happen. They have said many times they're not even sure what a podcast is. And if they learn how to use the internet, maybe they will listen. But they are phenomenal. They have brought so much fun to my life. And I freaking love my little weekly coffee sessions with those two. And I actually have my next one coming up here in a couple days. So definitely looking forward to it. So that's a quick backdrop on how this podcast originated. And it was for sure fueled by some of the super fans. So I'm looking at you, Kimberly Johnson and Angela Brewster. You guys are so fun. Kim, I freaking love reading your reactions to all of the Barb and Winnie stuff. It's just made it so much fun. So I do appreciate you and I I should dedicate this podcast to you. So this one is for you, Kim Johnson. Okay, guys, so we are going to dig in. And the way I'm going to do this is I'm literally going to sprinkle in random shit and we're just going to see how it evolves. So again, it's messy action. Don't expect perfection here because she is not present. (laughs) This is all about getting shit done in a short amount of time so that I can produce something rather than nothing. I'm obsessed with hiking. There is a place here where I live that I absolutely love to go. And I don't really do it so much for the exercise. I go for the wildlife. And I know with this place, if I go at a very specific time, I will run into quite a few deer. And I get pretty close to them for the most part. And sometimes it gets a little scary. (laughs) But, But this last time I went, I ran into a mom and her little baby. And I was like... I wonder if I sit on the trail, if that will help them calm down and she'll come to me. So I sat down on the dirt trail and she actually kind of did this little head tilt like, hmm, what's this all about? Who's this? Better go check it out. She started coming towards me and then my dumb ass tried to put it on Insta story and when I started talking, it scared her away. So anyway, (laughs) as I was getting up, it totally reminded me of this time years ago. It reminded me of a funny story. So years ago, I used to volunteer for this local animal shelter and I would go walk the dogs pretty regularly and on the walk like the little path I would take I would pass these horses and they were just in this little fenced in area and they had little barns or whatever but they nobody lived there they clearly just kept the horses on this land there was no house and they would just come feed whenever I guess kind of in the country as we would call it here in Oklahoma and so anyway I would walk the dogs I would always pass the horses I'm a freaking lunatic with animals like I literally have to feed them. It's like a medical condition. literally have to feed animals. I remember one time back when I traveled a lot for work, I stayed in this hotel room and it was right off of the cove, right off of the cove. I was in Oxnard, California, and it was right off this little cove. And I was sitting on the balcony and I was like, what the hell was that? So I looked down in the water and it was a little freaking sea lion or a seal or whatever the hell they are. Sea lion? What is the difference? I don't know. Anyway, it was one of those. And I I literally like fight or flight, run into my room. I grab a fucking fiber one bar and chunk it out there. (laughs) I 
chunked it out there as if that would probably kill the poor thing. But I swear to God, it was not even like I controlled that motion. It just happened. The nine-year-old me takes over. And so it is such a funny little thing I do. So anyway, I'm walking the dogs. I see these beautiful horses. And I'm like, need to start feeding these guys. So I started going to the grocery store in my way. And I would pick up apples and carrots. Because that's what they feed horses in cartoons. So... So I would feed these guys every time I I would walk the dogs. You know, looking back, maybe it's not a good idea to feed other people's animals because I don't know if the freaking horses had health conditions or anything like that. Never thought about it. So that year, the first year I started doing it, winter rolled around and we were all we were expecting a huge ice storm and so a woman that worked at, worked at the shelter posted on Facebook, "Hey, there is a stray dog that's too skittish. We can't get it." But we really need someone to try to get the dog and take it overnight so it doesn't freeze in this storm. I was like, you know what? I'm not traveling this weekend. Freaking love dogs. I didn't have a dog at the time. And I'm like, I'm down. So I told her, I said, I'm in. And she said, it's over by the horses. I go, oh, I know exactly where that is. So I go to the grocery store. (laughs) I go to the grocery store. I get apples, oranges, and lunch meat. Because I'm like, I'll for sure woo the dog with this lunch meat. So I get over there, feed the horses. And then I'm feeding the, um, I start feeding the dog. And for sure, super skittish. Like, won't really come to me. And I fed it about half a thing of lunch meat. And it still wouldn't come to me. And I'm like, all right, maybe if I sit on the ground, it will come to me. So I sit down. And about the time I fully put all my weight down, I go, what the hell? And I realize I freaking sat in a sticker bush. (laughs) And I'm wearing yoga pants. And so these are like those little hard little annoying ass stickers. There might be a more official name for those. But in Oklahoma, there are these little pain in the ass little devil balls that stick to your socks and your skin. They're awful. I sat in a huge pile of those. About the time I realize it, I start to get up. This car comes flying into this little space, slams the brakes on. This woman jumps out and says, what the fuck are you doing to my animals? And I'm like... (laughs) I swear to God, I was like, uh, what? And I said, oh, I said, I'm trying to get this stray dog. A woman at the shelter told me about this and said the dog really needed a home. And she's like, it's my dog. She goes, there's the dog house. There's the food. I did not notice the dog house or the food. And I was like, oh, I said, I am so sorry. I genuinely was just trying to help. Super sorry. And she's losing her mind. She didn't say anything, but I'm guessing Somebody must have told her this woman keeps feeding your horses because there were a few houses kind of in the area. So I'm guessing somebody must have said something to her. And so the stars aligned and she just happened to be nearby when I was there. And so anyway, she is losing it. She's like, those damn women need to stay out of my business. And she's screaming. And I'm like, am I really getting ready to get my ass kicked? And I have an ass full of thorns. And I was like, okay, I could probably hold my own if I got in a fight, but uh, I'm not really into violence. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, I have two options. To ask this woman who's losing her mind to chill out for a minute so I can remove the thorns from my ass, or I just go get in my car and sit on them. What did I do? Got in the car. And I'm like, this is going to (laughs) hurt. This this is going to hurt. And I kind of thought I could like hover. Not a chance in hell. No hovering happened. So... I uh, I left and I'm like, oh, well, that sure was an epic fail. And I got to a stop sign. I had to stop my car, get out, take my pants off. <laughs> and 
get back in my car can you believe that and so i got back and i messaged that woman i go well kind of didn't go as planned here and apparently there was all kinds of drama between this woman and the shelter and i had no clue so that is an epic fail and i do have a history of trying really hard to help animals and it tends to backfire on me some pretty funny stories some awkwardly painful stories (laughs) I'll share any that come up, but I don't have the best memory. So if you happen to be one that was along for some of those adventures, message me or drop me an email and remind me of some because I'm sure there are plenty I've forgotten. Welcome to my first ever Coffee with Barb podcast broadcast. For those of you that are new here, I used to give these updates on my Facebook page. So fun. Okay, so I got over to Barb's and Winnie pulled in the driveway, which is really funny because Winnie lives two houses down. And I was like, oh, you drove today? And she said, yeah, I have to go to Walgreens. So I thought I'd save some time. And so she explains that's why she's dressed up for the day because she has to go to the store. Because the funny thing is, Barb looks impeccable every time we go over there. And she said that she's gained a little weight. And so she is pulling out her 90s business outfits. Because she saves all of her clothing. And so she said, I can't fit my new stuff. So I had to break out my business suits from back in the day. So she looks so freaking cute. I tried to talk her into the whole yoga pant thing. She is not having it. Looks ridiculous, she says. Now, when it comes to the way I show up, let's just say I prioritize comfort. (laughs) So does my girl Winnie. And uh, we are far more alike than I probably am comfortable admitting. So... (laughs) So Winnie explained why she was dressed up for the day. And she said, yeah, I had this friend, you know. She called me. She's one of those friends that thinks everything's about her and the world's all about her. Everything's on her time. And she just said, hey, I'm going to stop by. And I said, you know what? You can't. Because I have a meeting with the girls, which was our coffee meetup. How fun is that? And I have to go to Walgreens, so I don't have time. And she said, oh my God, this woman, I love her. But you could ask her the title of a book and she'd read the first three chapters. She's like, she cannot get to the point. Way too many details. And I'm always like, and she's flailing her arms around. I'm always like, all right, all right, land the plane already. Funny thing is my girl Winnie loves a detail in her story as well (laughs) so so I get a kick out of it um and she said so I told her no I cannot come I don't have time to hear all this and she said she's also newly single I don't know if her husband if she's a widow I think she's widowed and she's like oh she girl she can't handle being alone and I said okay a lot of people can't so anyway we go on about our business and the next thing that came up trying to remember we talked a lot about food Winnie said have you ever noticed how foods are shaped for the organs they're good for I think that's how she said it basically saying like walnuts are shaped like a brain they're good for your brain I kind of think that was the only example she (laughs) I think that was the only example she had and Barb's like well what about tomatoes maybe the breast maybe (laughs) And this conversation lasted for about 45 minutes. It was pretty insane. 
and uh, highly entertaining. And Barb talked about how much she loves carrots. She buys five pound bags of carrots. And when he's like, surprised your skin isn't orange, you know that happens. And Barb's like, nope, never has to me. And so that went on for quite a while. Barb was wearing little pumpkin earrings. She always wears the earrings. It's so freaking cute. It really is so cute. And she told me one time, I said something, I go, you always look so nice. And she said, well, I learned early on, I had small boobs and a hook nose. And if I was going to get any attention I had to dress nice (laughs) she had a lot of sisters she goes I had beautiful sisters and I knew early on God did not gift me with the traditional beauty so I'm gonna have to make up for it and how I dress and I said well you are beautiful and your clothes are amazing so cute we talked about Medicare and Medicare Advantage for the love of everything under the sun why in the hell is this made so complicated that these poor elderly people cannot figure it out? I get that people, and then, you know, you have the sharks who use this whole Medicare confusion as a way to totally scam the elderly. And great, we're going to have scam artists. Perfect. Target the young ones. Don't target these old people, the elderly who can't I mean, my God, Barb and Winnie don't even have internet. They can't even search something. Like, I think that's the main reason they like having me around. They're like, hey, pull up that thing and look on the internet, right? But genuinely, why in the hell, how the hell someone, one, can decide they want to just scam people for a living? And two, why not let's pick the group that least deserves it and let's target them. I mean, you're a real asshole if that's what you do. And why it's made so complicated is beyond me. There's this Medicare and then there's Medicare Advantage, which in my opinion, Medicare is pretty good coverage. The They're trying to lure people in with this Medicare Advantage, which they don't have to pay a premium for. But that's because Medicare sells, basically sells you to them. They get rid of you as a liability. And this Medicare Advantage, they get to decide what they're going to pay out. They get to decide your treatment. And they lure you in with free Fitbits and these little workout rooms and It's just such bullshit. And then once you, I had to do a ton of research on this. Once you sign up for Medicare Advantage, you can never go back. So once you sign up, and I might be wrong because God knows they don't make it easy to figure it out. So I would love to hear from you guys if you know more about this. But once you sign up, you can never go back. So what happens is they lure these elderly in with the free Fitbits and the free community centers and all this amazing stuff. And then once you need coverage, you realize, holy shit, They're not covering that much. I'm on the hook here. I better go back to Medicare. Well, nope, you can't. Interesting. So it's just so ridiculous. It just really is. It's just ridiculous. I don't know the solution to it, but it is so frustrating. And my God, poor Barb. She gets hit up. Car warranties like crazy. She receives mail all the time telling her she's won a million dollars. And she investigates all of them just to see if it's real which is really cute and sad, but I guess it is the circle of life, but it's, it's insane. Drives me absolutely crazy. Another character in this story, Lisa Sue came up and they wanted me to check and see if her obituary has been posted because there has been no sign of her. Her car is, she had an extra car that's in the driveway. It was still there. There a lot of yard, somebody did a lot of yard work at her house, but still no sign of her. And so we thought maybe somebody bought it and they're like flipping it or something, but we weren't sure. So they 
had me look. No obituary. So we are still in the dark. Um, And that is something they have me do quite regularly. Another fun fact that Barb shared with me is she knows when her friends are getting close to passing away because she'll start receiving photos in the mail. And I'm like, what do you mean? And she said, well, when when someone gets to the point where they feel like they're going to die, one thing they like to do is mail important photos to people that they love. And I go, oh, why do they do that? And she's like, girl, because the first thing your family will do after you die is throw your photos away. (laughs) They'll throw your photos away. So if they are photos you want to make sure remain in circulation, you mail them to someone else, which is interesting. I'd never heard that before. So that seems to be the case with my girl's circle here is pretty funny um short shorts his house is still pending no action over there every now and then there's a car in the driveway we don't know what's going on and for those of you that are new short shorts is he got the nickname short shorts because he loves to wear the same shorts in little wife beater to mow the yard and they're super short and Barb, I guess they went to the same church as Barb and she said they were attending a funeral and she said there was this guy there and I I couldn't figure out who he was and I thought, God, he sure looks familiar. And so I said to my sister, do we know that guy? He looks familiar. And my sister said, Barb, that's your neighbor. (laughs) That's your neighbor. And so Barb laughed and she said, so I walked up to him and I said, boy, I barely recognized you with clothes on. (laughs) died oh my god it was so funny so funny so that's why we call him short shorts but he moved out of state and we're still waiting for the action to go down on that house the other thing oh the house on the other side of barb so she has short shorts pending on one side on the other side they're completely gutting and remodeling this house and she said i think they're almost finished and when he said let me tell you something. They are not. And Barb's like, oh, I really think they are. And she said, nope, here's how I know. Because I've been driving by looking in the garage and monitoring how much sheetrock is left. (laughs) She's like an FBI agent. I'm telling you, it is amazing. She's like, I have been monitoring how much sheetrock is left. And they're still based on my calculations. They are still a good three weeks out, at least. (laughs) You have to love the level of detail that goes into that thinking. Isn't that interesting? It's actually quite clever. She is quite an FBI agent. Anyway, I love, I love the way she operates. If she doesn't know something, she will freaking figure it out. Because show me a retired, well, she never worked, but show me a woman without a job with a deep sense of curiosity and I will show you some details. I don't know what the hell that means. (laughs) I don't know what the hell that means. But Winnie loves to do some research and I do the same. I love to dig into details. So I love that about her. Um, Let's see. Ugh, this one's kind of sad. So Barb's husband passed away about eight years ago from Alzheimer's. And he, her family and his family are both riddled with it. I mean, it's like crazy high numbers. It's something like six on Barb's side and maybe seven on his side. It's so crazy. And she, she talked about, I guess, some guy at church was recently diagnosed. And so she talked about it a little bit. And she talked about her husband having it and how hard it was for her. And she said, you know, she said, no matter how bad it got, he never lost me. And I said, what do you mean? And she said, he never forgot me. He lost time. He he might have wondered who the hell I was and where his 20-year-old wife Barb was. But he never lost me. Ugh, makes me so 
oh my god i'm all like emo but it totally almost made me cry and i thought it was the sweetest thing ever sweetest thing ever so he lost time but he never lost her which is just such a beautiful thing and they had the cutest relationship they really did and there was a there's a picture she has a picture up of them probably in the in the 80s and i said barb i didn't realize you snagged such an attractive man look at this guy he is a good looking man and when he got <laughs> When he does her little eyebrow thing and I go, oh boy, what are we going to get here? And she said, uh, she said, well, when he was younger, <laughs> basically saying he did not retain that. And I don't know that she meant that, but that is how it came through. And I thought it was pretty damn funny. So that was kind of sad. Well, that was very sad, but it was also very, very, very sweet. And that is a tough freaking disease. When he started talking about finding spiders in her house and she asked us if we had ever had issues and Barb said, yeah, every time they spray, I seem to find a few. And she asked me if I had an issue and I said, oh, have I? Yeah. About five or six years ago, I thought I had a spider bite and it was <laughs> on my upper thigh. I thought it was a spider bite. So I put raw potato on it. <laughs> because it's just an old wives tale or whatever. So it's to pull the infection out, which it actually does work. So I was like, all right, this might be a little spider bite. So I'm going to put this raw potato on it because I had a flight the next morning. And so <laughs> I freaking hash browned up some potatoes and it's a skanky little mess, let me tell you. And I don't even remember how I secured it. I think with like freaking duct tape or something because I'm a hot mess like that. But anyway, I woke up the next morning. It was the size of a freaking golf ball. And I was like, oh, dear God, I have to go to the minor emergency room because I am supposed to get on an airplane in like two hours. And so went to the minor ER and I'm sitting in the room there and I'm like, oh, this is going to be embarrassing. I'm going to have to take my pants off and do the whole thing. <laughs> And so anyway, in walks the doctor and he's like, Michelle. And I'm like, oh my God. I met this guy at a party probably two months prior to this event. I met him at a party. It was a good versus evil costume party. All the girls were dressed like the sexy little angels or devils. The guys were dressed like little whatever devils. And then I showed up dressed like Kim Jong-un. <laughs> And so did he. What the hell are the chances of that? And it genuinely was confusing. So confusing, but it was hysterical. And he's a super funny guy. So anyway, I knew he was a doctor. It never even dawned on me that he would be there. And so I was like, oh, dear God. And he's like, what are you doing? And I said, well, I think I got bit by a spider. So we had to do that fun whole thing. And he's like, yeah, this very well could be a brown recluse bite. It pretty much almost has to be at this point. And so he gave me some strong antibiotics, told me to keep an eye on it. I explained the potato thing. Mm. I Let's just say I never come across as a normal human being. Okay. So anyway, so anyway, he gives me that and I ended up not being able to go on that trip. And thank God I use that potato because I really do think it kept it from like eating away at my flesh because it pulled everything to the friggin surface. It was creepy. And so I called the exterminator 
right? The exterminator. I always get it mixed up between the Terminator. No, exterminator. Called the exterminator. And I said, hey, I need to have my house sprayed. And I want it sprayed so heavily that it will be hard for me to live here. Like, I don't want there to be an ounce of a possible remote chance that anything other than me and my dog is alive. And if it takes some of our energy away, it's a fair trade. Because I fucking hate spiders. I really hate them now. And they did. They said, well, this seems extreme, but okay. And I see them every now and then, but I've never seen another brown recluse. I did see a black widow by my koi pond, and that was scary, but that's about it. And as I was leaving, my girl Winnie says, hey, want to show you something. And I'm like, I'm always down for that. So she breaks out her phone, and she said, remember that friend I told you that talks too much? And I said, yeah. She said, it's so bad if I'm like doing the dishes and I hear my phone going ding, 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 ding. I go, well, here she goes. must be a story from so-and-so. And she said, and it was her. And I want you to read this. And when I tell you guys, this was like a 17 paragraph with double spacing, a salutation, a greeting. I think I said those backwards. Uh, it was like an essay in text message. One, I'm like kind of impressed that someone at that age is typing all that shit out on a phone. And it didn't look like it was a voice to text thing because you know how that's all messy. This looked like she genuinely typed it out, which must have taken 30, 45 minutes. And she said, look at all the detail. She goes, not only look at all the detail, look at what she's up to. Read it. So so I read through it and it says, hey, you know, and I'm going to give you the short version. Hey, you know, it's hard for me to be alone. So I decided to set up an eHarmony account and I met a guy and I really, 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 really like him. This might be the one, right? Might be the one. But the problem is he says no divorcees, which I'm like, what are we talking about at 75? This man, what's he trying to find? Someone that's, (laughs) what is he trying to find? It's just, it was so confusing to me. So that's wildly fascinating to me that you're going to have that kind of requirement at 75 or 80. Good luck. So anyway, she said that was kind of a red flag because I have been divorced. So it sounds like maybe she was married once and then widowed. But I didn't tell him that because it seemed too promising. And we met, we had lunch for four hours and we just really hit it off. And so the rest of the message is her going, trying to figure out how we could pull it off if we live together because I have three dogs and he has two and that's too many. And I guess if I had to, I could give my dogs away, which uh, red flag. If I had to, I would give my dogs away. And I did a little research online and found him. And I'm like, whoa, 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 ladies. Are we still cyber stalking in our 70s? It's like huh I thought it was kind of cute at that age to to care that much I thought it was really kind of cute and shocking so she's out there freaking cyber stalking and good lord do I have stories in that department she's out there sty- cyber stalking this guy realizes he has a really nice house so she's trying to figure out how to fit her stuff in his house and she has literally <laughs> at this point had literally gone on one date with him and I, I could it was hysterical it was freaking hysterical and my girl Wendy's looking at me with the raised eyebrows like get a load of that shit and I said huh I go this is a fascinating one Winnie not gonna lie and she goes oh my god girl it is so difficult for me to navigate and I just thought it was cute I was really genuinely shocked that one a guy at that age has this like only gonna date women who've never kissed a guy before kind of approach and and then this one who's like planning the marriage right after 
<laughs> right after the first date. It's freaking phenomenal. So fun. And we are not, we're going to have to miss a week because of Thanksgiving. And, and we shall see. We'll see what comes up. But it's so fun. Well, that's a wrap. That's another episode under my belt. I hope it's not my last. I hope you were entertained with this episode. And again, the numbers I quoted, any facts I shared might not even be close to accurate. This is for entertainment purposes only. And if you have any ideas or suggestions, or if you're one of my friends and you remember a funny story that I could share, drop me an email. You can send an email to coffeewithmichelle at gmail.com. The spelling is M as in Mary, A-C-H-E-L-E. So again, that's coffeewithmichelle at gmail.com. Subscribe, share a comment, share it with a friend.